Hello everybody, how's everybody doing? What's going on? What's up? Today's subject, I named it, what do you have to show for it? Because my dad asked me that question as we were sitting on the balcony in Greece a few weeks ago. It was just the two of us, as my mom had already gone to bed after a long day. Um, so basically it was just two dudes talking while drinking. He was drinking his wine, I was drinking Fanta. <laughs> the conversation was smooth, simple words between two adults, two men, a conversation between a father and a son. We talked about life, his life, my life, and so much more. It was a question that came after he realized this year will mark my 20th anniversary of arriving in Canada. 20 years is a lifetime. That's two decades. That's 1,040 weeks. That's approximately 7,300 days and about 175,200 hours. It is a heck of a long time, especially when I look at the numbers like I just did. And I can't help it because I think in my past life, I was a statistician. So after 20 years, what do I have to show for it? It was, and still is, a legitimate question asked from one generation to another, from a father to a son. The question was filled with care, love, and patience. At my age, my dad had already had three sons, he was a doctor, and he ran his own business. Comparatively, even if we're not supposed to be in competition, I am nowhere near any of his accomplishments. That's just the truth of the, of the matter. Facts are facts, and there are, they are undeniable. I cannot fault him for wondering how I live my life, what my plans are, and especially you know, where I'm heading. He sounded a bit worried, and the gods only know how much I understand him. I got to Canada when I was 18, filled with dreams, and feeling the pain of being uprooted from my homeland. The latter is a pain that never really goes away, it subsides with time, but it never disappears. I was on my own and away from my family. It was all new and it was scary. Well, some people have had a rougher life from a younger age and my problems can seem light in comparison. And here I am comparing myself to others once again and to be completely blunt to each their own problems, right? I had dreams, but my dreams changed as time went by as they usually do when you don't really know what you want, but think you know what you want, and especially when you don't tr truly know who you are. That comes with time as you discover yourself. And I've done, for example, so, so many odd and proper jobs. I've learned so many practical things, yet it is nothing com compared to how much I have learned about myself. I learned about my own fears, my own limitations, because contrary to popular belief, and the you can do anything popular anthem, we all have limitations. I, be, I believe the limitations have to do with your values and core personality. Um, I wanted to become a doctor because of, I have always admired my father, the OBGYN that he is, and I admire him still. So I went to school and studied microbiology with the hope of becoming a doctor. Immediately, I want to say the first few months of school, I knew I wouldn't make it because I was only passionate about the knowledge, not the work. Moreover, to become a doctor, it's extremely hard work and not everyone can make it. And my distaste for school 
uh, did the rest. I got expelled from the program for poor grades due to a myriad of reasons, including personal reasons. Then I went and worked at a bank for 10 years. I thought finance was the way to go. Turns out it wasn't. Again, I was passionate about the knowledge, not the work. I know it makes me sound indecisive or lazy, and I'll take that criticism gladly. And this was the journey that got me to where I am today. You know, writing came into play, telling stories, describing the world, asking questions, making people laugh and think, creating fictional stories, that complete and pure freedom of creation. That's where my heart, my soul, my brain, and my body lie. While all those things were happening to me, I went through a roller coaster of emotions, feelings, good and bad. I got my heart broken a couple of times, and I broke a couple of hearts myself. Mm, let's, not, let's not sugarcoat it. I had money problems. I got fired from a couple of jobs. I failed at many things. I have, met, I have made some money and lost some of it. Life basically has been the best teacher I have ever had. If I could monetize my knowledge about life and its tentacles, I'd be a millionaire for real. And there comes a point in everybody's life where they must sit down and do some, if not a lot, of introspection. We must study our life to see what has worked and what caused the failures. It's crucial to ask those immensely important questions. Um, where did I go wrong? What do I want? And how am I going to obtain what I'm seeking? What behaviors and habits are making my life easier? And what are the others that make my life harder? What about financial stability? What about retirement? Do I have enough money to live? And is it enough to support a family? Is my work stable or unstable? How, if it's unstable, how can I make it stable? Uh, what are my objectives? What am I doing to reach my objectives? What behaviors need to be cut from my life because they are unproductive? So many more questions. And all the questions that I just mentioned were asked by my dad as we were talking. He didn't wait for an answer. He knew the questions would stay with me and that I would have to find answers on my own as adults do. So there he was, yet again, trying to help his son he wasn't trying to humiliate me or to berate me. He wasn't trying to make me feel bad. He wasn't saying I was a loser. He wasn't saying I have wasted my life. He wasn't saying anything negative. He was being himself, the eternal, optimistic, and encouraging father he has always been. I remember when I told him that I had found my calling, my purpose, the thing I excel at, the thing that gives me meaning, the one thing I have never thought of letting go. He smiled and congratulated me. He was happy for me. He encouraged me to find ways to make money out of this writing thing. He wanted me and still wants me to make a living you know, out of my passion. He told me to go to school to hone my craft, even if he knows how much I despise school. He told me to swallow my pride and go learn how to write better. He's right on that. I am still fighting that part of me that hates school, but I know the man has a point. You know, the man knows life better than I probably ever will. In the end, he told me to get off my ass and work because, and I quote, Freeman, remember, this life ain't easy at all. He said that in Greek, which had an air of gravitas to it. Uh, and he didn't tell me anything I didn't already know, but it felt good hearing it from him. It felt good to be seen and 
understood, albeit partially, because I know he will never fully understand me. Uh, we spoke again a few days later, and we couldn't agree on a few topics. He, he's so different from me. He, by his age, uh, the world he grew up in, his experiences, his own values that don't perfectly match mine, his understanding of the world, his perception of the world. We didn't agree on many things, and I wasn't expecting us to be totally in sync anyway. The most important thing is that we spoke and that we listened to each other to the best of our abilities. And I had to sit down and admit my own shortcomings because 20 years, once again, is a heck of a long time, but the game isn't over yet. I'm still going. He might uh, want me to go faster, and I get it. However, some things I cannot rush and others I shouldn't rush at all. In the end, he gave me... The pep talk I didn't know I needed. He gave me a boost of energy that revitalized me. He gave me the push I so subconsciously needed. Perhaps I didn't want to admit to myself I needed that small shock of electricity to my psyche. He took care of me yet again. He looked, he looked after me the way he always does. I could only admit I didn't have much to show for after 20 years. And then he nodded and said, and I quote, you still have time to create anything you want, but you got to get to work. Time flows in only one direction and you can't get any of it back. I don't know. After the whole talk, I felt like Superman when he met the sun in our galaxy and his Kryptonian cells gained all the superhuman strength. Suddenly, I was Kal-El, which is Superman's name on his planet Krypton, and my dad was the sun that gave me its radiation to make me stronger. Suddenly my dad, I think he's always been like that. He's always been the sunlight that chases darkness away. He's this inextinguishable source of wisdom, of love, of respect and support I will always need. And one day he won't be there to give me this lovely pep talk, you know? Well, that's a problem I will deal with when it uh, manifests itself and not a second before. If I ever become half the father that he is, then I will officially change my name to Superman, I swear. <laughs> Thanks for everything, Dad. You truly, truly are the best. Again, all this, just one man's opinion. Now smile and go on with your day.